There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Hello everyone and welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve, and tonight we'll be discussing episode one of season four of The Twelve Monkeys. Oh my god, it's back. It's back, baby. This is, I was honestly not sure if it was coming back, and I think we had talked about that. Like, I thought last season they were just done and they were ending it the way it was, which I was like, oh my god, that sucks. <laughs> Steve had to remind me, uh, Sean, there's a whole other season. It's like, oh. Yeah, still got one more season. <laughs> Duh. But anyway, so this was a great episode. I can't believe there are three episodes in one night. I know that's what yeah. they did before. But we do have ratings news, so that's good. But we haven't had a chance to get the plus seven if they were going to give it to us. Right, yeah. <laughs> Episode one brought in a 0.07 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.336 million viewers, making it the 106th cable show for the day. Now, do you think it's harder for them number-wise because they drop three at one time? Yes, okay. I actually do. I think the way they've done it the last two seasons have hurt their numbers immensely. Yeah. Now, I believe the Live Plus 7 will show a much bigger bounce than what we're getting right now. But I feel like three hours in a row is kind of rough. I ended up working, yes. so I couldn't watch it. And not that, okay, now, I don't send hate mail, please. Because I know <laughs> people will sit, and I've done it, will, like, binge watch some stuff. But mm-hmm. that's when I'm like, that's when I have time to do it. Right, That's not when the they tell me when I'm going to right. do it. And like I said, I'm work- I'm not going to be able to watch a season at all live because my schedule sucks. Right. Because that's what happens when you work retail. Yep. So if anybody wants to have me work for them for media, I'm totally fine with that. You can let me know. <laughs> anyway, let's jump into this actual episode of the new season of 12 Monkeys because it was so good. Yes, it was. Episode one, the end. Which kind of scared me. <laughs> like, no, what does this mean? The final conflict with the Army of the Twelve Monkeys begins when the witness returns to Project Splinter. That sounds so ominous. Now, that is one of the shortest ones we've ever had for sci-fi. Well, I'm using what sci-fi released. I didn't go take a peek at what might be over on um, Wikipedia. Oh, no, I'm saying with sci-fi, that's like one of the shortest ones. Oh, yeah, ones. that's still, but yeah. That is minute. so... <laughs> so like on point yes it is (laughs) and it's so frightening which is it sounds stupid saying that but there's so much happening and i'm like oh my gosh it's really over it it's like one of those things where when you know you only have so many episodes and this is finally going to complete the season and it's like all right you, you have to try to grasp at everything without like trying to think too hard like oh but is that going to mean something is that a red herring what about that kind of like when fringe get, 
told us we were getting one more season. But we're all like, right. oh, but what does this mean? What does the placement of that particular cup in that area? Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's jump in. Ancient history. Ooh. This was weird, and I loved it. Because we're in a forest way back. I have no idea when. But there's a group of primaries all gathered around a fire. And suddenly, here comes this dude riding up in armor. And apparently, there's a couple other knights with them. And, oh my god. I mean, what were you thinking? Like, I thought this was good at first, honestly. I really did not think this was ancient times. I'm like, what is it? Like, some guy riding up to, like, a role play? Like, LARPing people? What's (laughs) happening? Yeah, well, if you go a, a few more years ahead, you know, maybe 2060 or 2075, that might be all that's left is horses. So, no, that's true. I mean, yeah, it very well could have been a jump in the future instead of a jump in the past. Uh, I figured the armor kind of gave it away. Gave it away. And it did yeah, sound kind of funny. Not like <laughs> sound funny. Don't get me wrong. But it's like they they were speaking. What I felt was more old English anyway. Right. Yes. And they were wearing very similar looking masks. I don't, I wouldn't say exactly the plague masks, but kind of. No, but one of them. Yeah, definitely yeah. would. And yeah, I love it. They're like, we found you. And suddenly the one guy, oh, you didn't think we seen this coming. You didn't think yeah. we knew what you were going to do. We've already what? covered ourselves in oil. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> what? Yeah, exactly. I'm still going, what, what just happened? And then they, get set on fire i was like holy shit (laughs) i'm sorry i'm like all right if this is supposed to be like people chasing down heretics or whatever i'm not sure they normally set them on fire right but this is like a whole thing like the army of the 12 monkeys goes way the hell back obviously yes and the real interesting point is so far through the first three seasons We've seen individual primaries, kind of like one every generation type thing. Right. Where way back in, who knows when, the 11th, 12th century, a whole group of them got together? Hmm. Or was this a group of primary followers or something? I don't know. Uh, it, it, ju- it was just curious that it made it appear that there, the whole group was primary and you go, that's how I took it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, hmm, that's kind of got me a little stumpered. Well, and then you see like a cutscene where an older man is handing something to a young girl and you're, you're not tr- quite sure what it is. And then you see it and it's, I can't say it. Is it the Ouroboros? Yes. Where it's the, the snake eating itself, but it almost looked like a weird rattle yeah. because there was something <laughs> in the middle and she's told to take this. And you pass it forward, basically, into the future. And then she's also told the name James Cole. It's like, what? Yeah. We're going how far back? And these people know his name. Holy crap. Right. Yeah. So it's like, okay, is it somebody from his family? Because I don't I don't know if we really know how these people are connected. No, we don't. And so what if that's somebody going way back, that somebody from his family was a primary and... Yeah, it's very possible. It, somewhere in his mom's line was this person. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Ah, and then, dun, dun, dun. Back in the 
future. Okay. <laughs> I remember screwing this up a lot last season. Sorry, guys. All right. We're back in the future world where... 2046. We're back in, in their present time. <laughs> I need to start writing down, and it gets worse. As the yes, it does. Went. So, <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm going to have to write down the dates so I know where the heck we are, when we are. Yeah. Cassie's having really hard time because they show her kind of half-heartedly trying to save Jones's life, but also kind of staring off into space. Right. I'm like, what are you doing? Well, you got to realize that Jones was part of what got her son killed. I know. And so she's, yeah, that's what she went through to get to her son after she had him and they took him is probably more than any other mother in all of time has ever had to do for their child. So, yeah, to get him there and then only to see him killed is just, it's more than she can handle. I mean, that's rough, and we don't know the exact timeline at this point either. Like, no, how this long is just has shortly been? after, yeah, no, this is just shortly after the end of last season. Okay, because, oh yeah, because Jones was shot, that's right. Right. That makes sense. I didn't know if she had to get shot again, I mean, at this point, <laughs> anything's possible. Yeah. But, I mean, she does end up saving her, and Hannah's right there, and Hannah kept saying, do something, what do I do, tell me what to do. And I don't know if it was so much for Jones or for Hannah that she ended up doing this, but... Deacon and Cole, of course, did much better. And I wasn't so, I don't know, I was a little upset still because obviously Deacon is really nonchalant still about what happened. And I'm like, I know it's not your kid, but damn, have a little compassion at this point. (laughs) And I still have a hard time with Ethan. I keep thinking it's Ethan, by the way. Right. Such a weird name to me. But yeah. Cole's like, well, yeah, it wasn't my kid the whole time, so we were chasing the wrong squirrel there. Yeah, and you guys were chasing us, trying to kill us and kill our son, so... Yeah, but he just but, seems like, eh, eh, sorry, man. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's not cool. <laughs> no. See what happened to Ramsey when he tried to do that, so... Yeah. <laughs> Count your blessings there, Deacon, you're still alive. Oh, God. <laughs> but here's the proof. Titan suddenly appears. Oh, I'm sure there's nothing but good things that are going to happen now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially seeing that we see Olivia at the helm. Yes. And I just love it because all these crossovers happening and we've had a few and, oh, hey, look, Olivia. Now looking like we we totally recognize her, unlike before. (laughs) Right. And, oh, she's not just Olivia raging pain in her butt. No, she is now actually taking the helm as the witness. Is she, and was she the witness? That's yet to be determined, but it's crazy. Yeah, and of course, they discover a broken cooling system. Because why not? Yeah, so you can't just splinter away, and Jones comes up with a little secret she's been hiding all along. Which Basically, what was... Ends up being the beginning of Titan. That's what I didn't really understand. Like, did she... This whole time travel thing has got me jacked. Okay. Did she get the idea because they knew what was going on with Titan? And they're like, okay, we can do this. 
And then Titan ended up at some point taking it from her, and that's how they got it. I don't know if we're ever going to really get all that straight, because the timeline is skewed. Yeah, basically what Jones was trying to do was she was trying to not only move a person through time and space, but also trying to move an area. Yeah, without breaking stuff apart. Right, and basically the army got a hold of that, and they eventually perfected it into what is now Titan. Okay, yes, all sorts of fun surprises with Titan. For example, Malak. What? How? Just Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Uh, Uh, No way you could survive that grenade. Well, I guess so. He didn't come out whole. Yeah, it looks like he about melted off half his face, but... uh, Oh, yeah. I guess having a time machine maybe helps. He can travel forward where he's already healed. I don't know. But it worked out somehow for him. Or did it? I don't know, maybe he's going to be angry, but who's he going to be angry at? And, of course, we have, it's been, I don't know, we have the question of how long it's been for the Army of the Twelve Monkeys. Right, yeah, we don't know really how long for them they splintered out, and it could be six months, it could have been a year before they decided, okay, we're ready, let's go finish the deal. But they do end up coming in when, of course, our team is not prepared, because it's right when they come back then. Right. So. Yes, they yeah. basically pop in right when they popped out. <laughs> yes. Must be nice. So, yeah. Well, what are we going to so, do? We're going to try to fight them off, of course, because we're not going to just sit here on our thumbs. But Cole and Deacon, I don't know. I, I feel like things were weird because they had a plan where they're going to try to create like a bottleneck. Right. Which I get. But. I feel like the building seems to have changed. Where did this giant opening come from? Yeah. I mean, am I wrong? I feel like last season it was so hard to get in because when the daughters tried to get in, it was almost impossible. Yeah, they had to come in through the roof, basically. Where did this happen? But it's kind of working. And they're like, all right, they have to come in here. We got this. And Deacon... You know what? I don't know how I feel about Deacon already this season. Right. He was a bad guy. He's a good guy. He's in love with Cassie. I don't know. <laughs> I, I I guess he is complicated. Yeah. Uh, both him and Ramsey have been real hard to get a real good feeling of where they're actually going. Yeah, I have to agree. But now he's going to volunteer to create a major distraction. Yeah. What? Knowing what he knows, because their plan is to try to splinter the building, of course, but you can't be on certain areas because it'll just kill you if the time stream hits you and you have to be within it in these little limits, da 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 da. Okay, so you're choosing to be completely outside with maybe, maybe a chance to get in before stuff goes pear shaped. Right. You're taking an awful big risk. Yeah, I'm like, how are you suddenly, like, super, like, you can trust me, don't worry, I got this. I don't know, it seems weird. Well, it it all goes back to his thought of, he's important to this. So he figures, yes, he can pull this off and still get back before it's too late, because he thinks he's still important. 
Uh, well, I guess we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> but you have to admit, seeing that smokestack fall in the heart of Titan was awesome. It was pretty impressive. And then you have, of course, Olivia being super pissed about it. Oh, what? Yeah. You didn't see that coming? <laughs> oh, imagine that. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Uh, but Deacon had to throw out a line. What? <laughs> because all of a sudden, Olivia is like, oh, I know what to do. And and I wasn't expecting this to happen either. No. Like, Titan, like the time thingies. <laughs> I forget what they're called. Like, start turning, and then all of a sudden, Deacon's like, she's got herself a Death Star. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, thank you. I do believe that was needed. Yes. And plus, it was just something so unexpected out of his mouth, and just in the moment in general. I'm like, okay, thank you, Deacon. I'll give you that one. That was good. Right. Okay. So, Titan. Let's talk about Titan, shall we? Yeah, despite their valiant efforts... Team Splinter is outnumbered by the army at least a hundred to one. Where did all those people come from, though? I feel like there wasn't that many when we seen them last. Well, there was quite a large group there when they had Cassie. Now, granted, they may have increased their numbers while they were gone. True. For that split second. (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, their plan goes pear-shaped because... It doesn't have what it needs to work, so, of course, Whitley and Jones head off to uh, take care of what they need to take care of. Unfortunately, it doesn't turn out well. Poor Whitley stands his ground, protecting Jones while she brought the power core back online. Unfortunately, he gets killed, along with Lasky, and, of course... Jones has received a lethal dose of radiation getting the power core back online. Yeah, again. What the hell? How did this happen? Yeah, it's not looking good at all. (laughs) You think, yeah, this is it titled The End? Yeah, it sure looks like it's beginning to be the end to me. Yeah, I'm like, is everyone going to die? And somehow it's like Olivia jacks something up and it flips around? Who knows? Yeah. Oh, man. So, of course, Jones uses uh, Whitley's walkie to talk uh, Hannah through how to get the, um, the splinter sequence going. Which, can I just say, she's moving really well for a woman who was shot and barely alive like 10 minutes yeah. ago. <laughs> yes, she was. Apparently, you got to be hardcore. And she's pretty hardcore. Yeah. We've seen her do some amazing things for a woman her age. (laughs) You have to admit. Well, she's doing better than I'm doing. Right. (laughs) Now, Jones is planning on this being a move in space, but not in time. Right. And, of course, as they're just about to get it powered up, Cassie looks up and notices Dinkin isn't around and runs to try to find him. Yeah, apparently they're just like, we're just cutting off all sorts of pieces here. Yeah. And, of course, we see Deacon and one of the daughters running up to it, and it comes on, and you see the daughter try to go through it and just evaporates her. That's what I was wondering. I mean, I seen her get hit, and I was like, oh, is she going to try to go under the beam? But I didn't know if it kind of created like an invisible wall kind of thing. 
Yeah. I think that's why he's seen her and he's like, whoa, okay. Stop. <laughs> Put the brakes on now, Deacon. Right. And I thought that there might be some way for him to get through that he was still going to do it as he's yelling, you know, don't leave me. And of course, right. Cole's like dragging Cassie away because they were all told what the situation was. That's right. why when he volunteered, that's why I'm saying I was confused that he was like, oh, yeah, I'll find them good. I'll do it. But suddenly we see, I don't know, I guess it starts falling. The building starts falling on him. Right. Because it the works. stuff inside has moved. So, of course, everything that was outside of it that was being held up by the inside is going to collapse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I see inside and outside's connected. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> hmm, what does this mean? No, I'm just kidding. I'm not that much of a weirdo. Okay, maybe I am. But anyway, so Olivia. Hmm, really, Olivia? Oh, the end of their cycle has happened. Really, you smug little brat? Yeah, how would you know that? You know nothing, Jon Snow. That's how I feel like yelling at her right now, because she's just sitting there, and just that look on her face. Ah. Yeah. Well, she thought she destroyed them instead of them doing what they did. Them uh, you splintering out of there. Wow. But that's not all, is it? No. <laughs> it, yeah, Metallus uh, definitely uh, felt like he was a boxer Friday night. <laughs> and we were just getting pummeled. Yeah. Because <laughs> we show up in the ruins of the Emerson Motel. Which was awesome. And then it's so weird because we find out that Cole remembers Jones having it surveyed. Right. He's like, oh, that makes sense now. Of course, Cassie, who is just like, ugh, really? We're going, <laughs> We're going in circles. <laughs> oh, but why? Why is it always Emerson? Well, because it works. But then we see our team, like, scavenging around for supplies and generators. And it was kind of funny because there was a ton of generators. And they just cannot get this working because these are just not cutting it right yeah the any generators that they would find around the emerson is not going to be powerful enough to uh, power the uh splinter machine right. so um and then at this point though i'm like how do they not look for it like the 12 monkeys how are they not right. looking for our group because they don't think they splintered out of there. They think they destroyed the building because they saw stuff collapsing in. I still feel like they, well, I guess it would take a while for them to like go in and try to dig it out to see. Right, to, see, to yeah. recover bodies. <sighs> At this point, the whole group is just ready to give up. Except for one James Cole. I'm kind of surprised Cole is not giving up, honestly. Yes. As despondent as Cassie is, James is just not there. <laughs> he says, there's got to be a way, and I'm going to go find it, because I'm going to head back to the Raritan Labs and get them a power cell. And as he's walking back, he's like, you might as well come out. I wasn't expecting it to be Hannah, though. No, not at all. It was like, yeah, okay. Nice. Well, good. She is still holding out hope. I guess we need this, right? Yes. And for her to have been in the group that was trying to kill Cole, yeah, it's kind of, it says a lot that Hannah is back on Team Cole now. Right. And at this point, they don't know that they've moved through time. No. So 
you know, they're like, well, we, we got the facility moved, we're safe, we'll figure something out. And, oh, wait, we hear somebody, we have to hide, because you never know who it is. Maybe it's some of the army. Right. But alas, <laughs> here's somebody we haven't seen in a bit. It's Ramsey. And, I can't even say a younger Cole, but... No. <laughs> another Cole. Let's yes. say Cole, version one. Because this is before he splintered, the very first time. Right, yeah, this would be Cole 1.0, then we've got Cole 2.0, and future asshole is Cole 3.0. <laughs> Which, you know what, that's why I'm wondering if Cole hasn't given up hope, because future asshole maybe told him something off screen, and yeah. that's what he's holding on to at this point. It could be. So, yeah, interesting. So, what's going to happen? Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay, so now we know they're in 2043, back at the beginning. Yes. Hmm. And now they realize, wow, okay, we move time and space, like physical space. Okay, well, I guess that, that Ouroboros picture now makes a little bit more sense, that they're going in circles, maybe. Yeah, it sure seems that way. We might have an unbroken uh, circle of... Uh, Cycles. Yes. And then we have somebody who we haven't seen. I was wondering how quickly she was coming back. We get Jennifer. Yes, who we last saw in London. A whole different <laughs> version of Jennifer, which I'm like, oh, I like this. I like the hair and all this. Oh, and I'm yeah. Like, how many cosplays are we going to see at, at conventions of this? Now I want to do it. Oh, but Yes, absolutely. And then it's like, okay, is this because this Jennifer is kind of badass? Just a bit. So it's like, oh man, is this a different time stream, Jennifer? What is this? Right. What 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 did Jennifer get herself into to cause this to happen? She's like flipping around and talking, assumably, on like an earpiece and doing right. all this stuff. It's like, oh, this is so awesome. Yeah, and it's twenty, you know, back to twenty sixteen and you go, dang, Jennifer. Did you uh, become Sydney Bristow all of a sudden? <laughs> the hair does remind me of, yeah. That, of oh, that. yeah. <laughs> and she does all this, and she ends up going into the museum and stealing that Ouroboros that we seen way back in the beginning. Right. It's like, oh, man. And, of course, <laughs> coming up to a guard, and she's, like, fighting him and flipping. It's like, what? What? Holy <laughs> crap. And then it gets better. Yeah. <laughs> This was, oh my god, this was so funny. Because then you kind of flip to the older guard who was sitting in front of the, the security screens watching all this. Oh my god, and none of this was actually happening. This was literally no. all in her head. Her flips yeah. was her doing like a really crappy somersault and rolling on the floor, which was hilarious. And her thinking she's being super spy and cutting the glass. She like, Waved her hands in front of it and then just broke it. Yeah. <laughs> and the best was when she's fighting the guard and we just seen her doing all these flips and kicks. She just like kicked him right in the nads. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. You were, this is so bad because it was so funny because like what she's picturing is not happening. And the no, other guy is she's just still accomplishing oh, yes. what she needs. So, <laughs> but the other guy's laughing his ass off. Yeah. And even when he gets up and he's holding the taser on her, he, all of a sudden he's like, 
Why? Why even bother? It's like, the world's dying, I don't even care. Right. It was just so funny, and then her line. Oh. And it took me, I didn't realize that's exactly how she said it. She's like, don't sweat it, Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. (laughs) What? Oh my god. And end up back at some random hotel. It's like she has the entire place to herself. Yeah, sure looks that and, way. And that's, yeah, when she's talking to herself. And I, doesn't she ask herself at one point, where did that voice even come from? Right. <laughs> but, of course, neither version of Jennifer has any clue what the hell to do with the Ouroboros. Just that she had to have it. Right. It was great. I love that whole scene, though, with the dual oh, Jennifers. Oh, it was awesome. What a way to start an episode. That was hilarious, though. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man, yes. Now, of course, when the building collapsed on Deacon, our dear showrunner, Terry Metalis, had to tweet out, Thank Mr. Stashwick for all your hard work. And, you know, like they do when you've completed their last uh, scene of filming. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's not right. <laughs> oh, no, not at all. <laughs> you go, oh, no, nah. we, we got time travel here. No, I ain't buying it, Terry. <laughs> no, I'm not buying it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they're going to be screwing with us this whole season. So Yes, big time. So uh, thank you for screwing with our heads, Terry. We appreciate that. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. But we had an episode where we got kind of an alias callback and a Star Wars. That's true. Oh, it was great. Can't beat that. No, it was so good. <laughs> I love this. So what do you guys think about the episode? Shoot us an email at sci-fi talk at fangirlzone.com, and that's S-Y-F-Y at fangirlzone.com. Let us know what you think. And while you're at it, if you rate and review us on iTunes and every other platform you're finding us on, because good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us, tell your friends. And if you haven't gotten them into this show by now, I don't know what you're waiting on. Yeah. Although <laughs> we were talking to our other co-host, trying to explain why he should watch this. And he's like, what? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think yeah. we're explaining it Doctor really well. Doctor Who, and he's going, what? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, time travel and craziness, and it's weird, and you won't be able to follow it. Now I understand why nobody understands what I'm talking about. So, all right, well, don't forget to check out our website, www.fangirlzone.com. We have our contact information there, so you can find us everywhere we are. So Steve is going to try to tweet. I don't know if he's going to be able to get it the whole time. Like I said, I unfortunately oh, oh, am working. Yes. I I think I will be able to get it all done before I go on vacation. Uh, I may have to try to, like, jump in here and there when I can or just randomly throw out tweets. Yeah, <laughs> just randomly. When you get to watch yeah. it, tweet it. <laughs> so, you guys be, so there's going to be a lot, a lot of what? So I'm sure that's going to be happening all over anyway. All right, guys. Well, we hope you enjoyed this the, the season opener of yes. 12 Monkeys. and. That being said, I'm Sean Fangerless. And I'm Steve. The future will find us. It always does. And until next time.